0: People have so many different interpretations of what describes the perfect love life. It can be hard to talk about how we feel, until now. Welcome to Pillow Talk with Cheryl, featuring host and relationship expert Cheryl Besner. Cheryl's kind of like your BFF, easy to talk to and frankly honest. Whether it's about love and relationships, sex and desires, she's here along with some great experts. Now, here's Cheryl Besner.
1: Good evening, everybody. I am Cheryl Besner, your host of Pillow Talk with Cheryl and your relationship coach. And tonight we are going to be talking, as always, about life's love and lust. Your love life. And what does that mean? And every week we come together here for an intimate conversation just between us and everybody else who's listening, but it's all about the community, the community sharing what it is that we feel, what it is that we experience, what it is that we think about, because let's face it, what does everybody talk about when you're out in public? Ever listen to conversations going on around you? Everybody's talking about love the one they have for themselves, the one they have for their families and friends, the one that they want to manifest for themselves or the one that they're in that they wanna make better, or maybe it's about the one that you wanna get out of. Anyway, no matter where you are in life right now, that's what we're here to, com- to have a conversation about. And the fact is this, you're in a safe zone here with me tonight. So I want you to get comfortable And let's get into the conversation. Remember, I'm here for you anytime you want to reach out. 844-744-SOLO. And tonight we are live, so you can give us a call. 866-613-1612 if you're in Canada or the U.S. And if not, if you're calling from anywhere else in the world, we're here for you too. 480-553-5754. So give us a shout. And remember, you can always be part of this conversation through Facebook, through my Instagram, or Twitter. You have a question to ask, ask it. I'm going to get back to you. I'm going to give you those answers. And part of those answers are here every week for you, and I'm going to get to that right now. Always start off the show with an Ask Cheryl question. So somebody wrote in and they asked me this. They said, Cheryl, my friends think my eight-year marriage is over for many different reasons. I could go on and on listing all of them. But basically, fact is we live very different lives, and I am not happy the way things are. Could the whole world be wrong? Am I just holding on out of fear? And how do I know if I'm ready or not ready to pull the plug if I leave? Will this be my third failure at marriage? Am I getting too old to care? So this show is actually perfect for you, and that's why I decided to answer this today. And I want to say one thing. This is not about the whole world. This is about you. So it's your opinion that actually counts, and you're going to have to make these decisions. And later on in the show, like I always do, I'm going to give you a labor of love because this show every week, while we have a conversation, I also want to give you practical tools that you can utilize to get unstuck or to make decisions and choices because that's what I'm here for. I'm here for you to provoke thought, and that thought can then help you manifest the things that you want. So, number one, please don't listen to everybody around you. If you wanna share, maybe you can also preface some of your conversations by saying, I just want to dump. I just wanna have a conversation. And then even if they give their opinions, remember it's coming from their perspective. So later on, as I said, I'm going to give you some techniques Don't be too old to care. Never think of an end relationship as a failure. There are no such things as failures. There's lessons. And that's going to be my quote this week because every week I also give you a quote. And my quote this week from me to you is this. A relationship ending is not a failure rather than a life lesson unless you refuse to do the homework in which then you might just have to repeat the course. Every relationship is about learning, and every lesson should be applied to the next phase. So I wanted to share that with you, and I ask you, please stick around, because I'm going to give you some, some tips and techniques for you to decipher whether or not this relationship is for you. And today's show is just about that. It's about monogamy. Do we believe in it? And especially in this ever-changing, fast-paced world. So many people don't necessarily believe in monogamy. And then there's those who love being in a relationship. And they're in them for the right reasons. And they choose the right people for them. And it might end. There might be an expiration date. But then they choose Mm -hmm. to go and do it again. So this is really, really an important aspect of our relationships and where we go. And I also ask you to stick around to the end of the show because guys, we have amazing sponsors here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. And at the end of today's show, you're going to find out how you can be part of a contest where you can win some amazing gifts from our sponsors. So please don't leave halfway through the show. Stick around to the end because you don't want to miss the promo. You Do not want to miss the technique of the week. And you also don't want to miss my inspirational words that I share with you at the end of every show, my little intimate words of wisdom and thought-provoking messages for you to take with you into the next week with you. And hopefully something registers with you. Now, part of every show and the beginning of every show, every week we get Wise Whispers from Down Under, and yes, that Down Under is from Australia with our very own, our very own Dr. Phil, Dr. Phil Morphew. Hey, Phil.
2: Hey, Cheryl. How are you? Hey, listeners. Great to be uh, here today, and great to be um, back on the show with you from Australia and talking about love and life.
1: So today's show, I really wanted to discuss with you, Philip, about the ever-changing world and why so many people, and and, and I put it out on Facebook today, like I always do, I ask our listeners to weigh in on whether they believe in monogamy, or really today's question was, why do so many people in this day and age not necessarily believe in monogamy? And I'm wondering what your thoughts on it, because I have my thoughts on it, Um, but I want to know... What are you thinking about this?
2: It's a really interesting question, Cheryl. It's, it's from a self monogamy is, is uh, it feels right for me, but I, I don't judge anyone for the different, different views. Um, however, from a clinical work that I've been doing now for over 30 years is, I see it a lot where people would like to explore other aspects of relationships. They would like to explore um, uh, other sexual or intimate relationships. And some of those people I've found deep down, what they really like to see is they're actually trying to hang on to the relationship in some shape or form. So they're trying to please the other person. They're trying to say, okay, I'm going to do what you want because I want to be with you, I I want to value you. So some of those people are going mad, not all, but some. And then there's the person who's not really quite ready to fully commit to the other person and still thinks maybe the grass is a little greener somewhere. Um, and, and those people, in other ways, may be trying to just not fully invest. So it's a, it's a nice little balance between the two, Cheryl, I think. Um, and then there are people who are generally, if there's a mutual agreement, if there's a mutual agreement and, and a sort of a level of equality, well, then those people will explore other aspects of relationship, polyamory, um, you know, and, 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 and different aspects of, of, of relationship.
1: Right. So that that's very much about designing your own relationship, which is one of the courses that I do sometimes at my retreats that I offer is, is exploring, you know, design a relationship. So what is it that you want out of a relationship and how do you want to live it? You know, like you were saying, there there is polyamorous relationships now and there, there are people who are living, you know, the sexy lifestyle, you know, this show, this, this whole station is built on options, what people have. And then there's those who are the tried and true, those who really believe that, you know, there is that one special person mm-hmm. and whether whether there is an expiration date on that or not. Is a separate issue, right? But I think a lot of it right now has to do with, and especially with the younger generation, we are dealing with a lot of FOMO, the fear of missing out. And with technology the way it is, we have so much at our fingertips. You know, I remember when I was in my 20s and dating, because that's the last time I dated up until I got divorced in my 50s, you know, at 26, 27, you met people and you didn't have six other people texting you or, or contacting you through an online app where you went on a great date and it was a really, really good. And normally back then we would have said, Oh, you know, I'm going to see this person again. I'm really looking forward to it. And instead you come home and you go, Oh, but listen, uh, Jim and Tom and Mm -hmm. Sven are out there and, you know, they look pretty cool too. So, you know, maybe I should go out with them too. and, and, Mm -hmm. And you have all these different options, but then you have those committed-minded people who go, "Well, this is good, and and yeah. I don't I want to stop here?" And and I have two guests coming on who very much follow that model. They they yeah. are commitment-minded people who believed in love and relationships. And when they met somebody, it was no. Now I get offline, and I, or you know, I I I concentrate. On what's in front of me, instead of worrying what else might be there in the
3: universe.
2: Well, Cheryl, it, it absolutely in those those aspects, and I think it comes down to the willingness to invest. And again, FOMO is a real thing for a lot of people, and a lot of the younger generation have got that much going on, that many options. And I'm just sort of wondering what it would have been like if we were back in that in this new generation. You know, the exploration. How do we sit and go? You know what? I got to trust myself. Wait a minute, be, wait a
1: minute. You you're forgetting something. You're still married. I I'm in that generation because I actually went through well, the dating cycle in my oh, <laughs> So I, I, I
2: experienced. You know what I I think it's one of the best things I've ever done is to be able to 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 be with this person and and as we've talked about many times to move from sex to intimacy. You know? Right. And, and the way that a relationship evolves. And I think we've got to give and people need to give themselves a chance to invest and let a relationship evolve because we know, you know, sexual inter- interaction can last from a few few minutes if you're having a quickie to to longer if you're making make making it an event. So, but, Philip, you
1: know what? I think you said two very important words: invest and intimacy. And and absolutely. that those those I words that you know the <laughs> I am me words. Um, they are very, very important and something that is very difficult for a lot of people. So that is something you and I are going to discuss on another show because I I think you hit the nail right on the head on that one. Intimacy is is really intense Mm -hmm. and and that connection and investing Mm -hmm. in it. If you think you have something good, you know, stop stop looking for what else. What else can I have? And that is part of today's society. And and it's something that our young people are facing. And it's actually part of um, the technique that I'm going to be giving people later on in the show to look at for themselves. So thank you for sharing uh, today, Philip. Oh, Speak pleasure. to you next week.
2: All right. Look forward to it. Have a and great show. And- Bye for now, and look out for
1: Soulful Reflection. Soulful Reflection and is available on, to you through Philip's website, and you can find all of that right online. Go to the Facebook page or on the website. Coming up, we're going to be having more intimate conversations about your love life, being joined by two very special guests, Philip Frost, Phyllis Frost, and Brand Blumenthal will be joining us to talk about serial monogamy and being committed to it right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl.
3: Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos, and keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter all on thesexylifestyle.com.
4: Are you looking to get more from your relationship? Why is it that some people just seem to have a better sex life, better marriage and a closer, more meaningful relationship? Find out the best kept secrets and more on The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Carol and David will share insight about the swinging lifestyle and how it has strengthened their love and marriage, not to mention their great sex. Tune in every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network.
0: You are listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at Cherylbesmont.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk.
1: We are back here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl, and we're talking about your love life, your relationships, your communication. Because That's what we're here for every week. And just a reminder, follow me on Instagram and Facebook where I offer you free relationship advice all the time and different thoughts and inspirational, motivational concepts that you can just think about and maybe decide some of it might work for you and then apply it. Today's show, we have a great conversation happening here. Because in a world where everything is changing so fast and where people are sometimes moving at very fast paces and people are getting into relationships and leaving relationships. This is about monogamy and people who really like being in committed, long-term relationships. And whether it's on the first try, the second try, or the third try, the important part is that they are committed to the person that they are with and they want to share. And they want to communicate. And they want to love and grow together. And that's what the show is all about. And some people call it serial monogamy. People who just constantly know that when one relationship ends, they want another one to start. And today I'm being joined by two guests who really do believe in love and want love in their life and want those committed relationships. They are both coaches in their own way as well. So I want to introduce you first to Phyllis Frost. She is the owner-creator of Fit Body by Phil. And Phyllis, welcome to the show. Hi, Cheryl. It's so great to be here with you. Thanks for having me on. It's great. And, and I will tell everybody that this woman works with children. She works with adults. Uh, also an author, Got to put that in there. She's got her book. Uh, It's called The S Component, right? That's what it is. The S stands for sexy and strong. Sexy, strong, and well, for some of us, even like turning 60, <laughs> oh, I just gave away my age almost. But the fact is, sexy and strong is at any age, and um, it's beautiful to have you, and thank you for coming on and sharing, because I know you're an inspiration to so many people out there, and um, and I know you believe in love. And I also know today is a special day, and we got, we're going to have a special announcement later on the show. It's a surprise for all you listeners out there. So I'm not going to give it away yet, but uh, today is the day. It's November 20th. And we're going to find out what that is to Phyllis very soon. And also now I want to bring to the show, Bram Blumenthal. He is the founder of uh, Blumenthal Coaching. Do I have that right? Did I it's, get that right?
5: It's Blumenthal
1: Blumentum. Okay, you see, I I knew I was going to pronounce that wrong. And uh, Bram is a business coach and works with people. But bottom line is, it's all about communication, right, Bram?
5: Absolutely. Um, It's communication in any walk of life. It could be personal relationships, could be friends, could be uh, marriage, it could be uh, business, any relationship at all. It's all about communication.
1: And the other thing is that Bram also believes... Well, let me not put the words in your mouth, Bram. You believe in love and and soulmates and commitment, correct?
5: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Okay, so let let's kind of dive into this now. For those of you who don't you know don't know, um, we're all a little bit older. Um, we're not in our twenties here, and we're not necessarily in our first relationships either, right? We we've all three of us been divorced. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <more than> others. <laughs> okay, but I'm going to start with you, Phyllis, since, since you just chimed in there. Now, you, but you always knew that you would find your soulmate, correct?
6: There was never a doubt for me.
1: I, I mean, that, that, a, I, I want to clarify soulmate for, for a lot of people is a different thing, but you always knew that you were going to find somebody and and build something great with that person.
6: Yeah, I always, yes, I did. You know, I grew up, my parents had a really wonderful marriage. Uh, I never heard a bad word. I never heard them argue, roll an eye. It was always loving and nurturing, and they were a united front. You couldn't run from one to the other because they were just right on point with each other. So I grew up seeing this beautiful, I guess as I got older, realized fantasy relationship Mm -hmm. because they're not all like that. But you only learn that as you go along, right? Right so it was me when i met somebody uh, that was my intention to meet that person that would like give me that happily ever after or you know the way have what my parents had
1: right and and then and then we find out also that we don't necessarily even with our own parents see everything that's going on it's not necessarily as you said it's a, it's a fantasy it's it's what we think exists but it doesn't necessarily mean that's what's going on between the closed doors and it's it's interesting because the closed doors we're living in it but they have their own closed doors So, exactly. um,
6: sorry go ahead Phyllis no I said yeah for sure but when you look at a marriage that, that spans 60 years right you know, there's, there's got to be some good stuff in there so that's that's what I sort of aspired to I, I never intended to be married multiple times I only hope to be married once
1: And I think each time that you get married, you hope that it's your last time getting married. So, Bram, there there seems to be a lot lot of similarities even in building, you know, the perception uh, of business versus a relationship or in the same vein as a relationship. You go into it and you see other people who are in the business or successful ways of doing it like Phyllis looking at her parents' relationship and hope to be able to marry, yet there's a lot of other aspects to it that go into making it work that may not be so obvious to people. What did you experience in your relationship world?
5: Well, to start with, like Phyllis, you know, my parents were married for many years, uh, just about 60 years, and my grandparents were married. I never experienced any kind of divorce or breakup in my family life at all. So maybe that's an influencing factor on how I view relationships now. But I take that into every walk of life, like I said before. uh, You take that into your your friendships. You take that into your business relationships. Uh, Every relationship is a matter of communication and connection with that person. Nobody goes into any relationship looking for it to fail or to move on from one relationship to the next, to the next, to the next. So in my case, uh, I was married very young, at 22 years old. I was looking for a lifetime relationship at that point. Unfortunately, it didn't work out, and I remarried uh, many years later after being divorced the first time. But in every circumstance, I'm always looking for a long-term relationship, a, a really close connection with that person in whatever way it is.
1: And, and do you think, for, well, for instance, like I'm from a divorce family, so I had a very different a different viewpoint on marriage, and I knew that I wanted it to last when I got married. But do you think, for instance, some of what you see puts false, a false promise to you? Bram? Well,
5: society is so different today than it was many years ago. When I was growing up or when I was first married, it was more, I'll say, acceptable or traditional to be married and stay married. And as the years progressed, it became more acceptable within society. If, you know, you don't like your relationship, then just find a way to get out and move on and move on to the next one. So if you're asking me about my relationships, my life, I believe in having long-term commitment. Unfortunately, that may not be the way of the world today.
1: No, I don't think it is the way of the world today because I do think that there's so many outside forces that are, are playing havoc, especially on our younger generation. But I think that still, there's something for them to learn from us. And as parents and as an older generation, we can you know, be that role model for our children as to if not what changes so fast, how to communicate and that's where you come in a lot, um, Bram is is Absolutely. in communication, right?
5: Mm-hmm. Even just with my kids in teaching them how to communicate with each other or with within their relationships. Um, these days everybody's looking for instant gratification, instant results instant success, and success. that's not how you build a relationship.
1: No relationship is built on communication, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So we, well, we're well, we going to discuss more about this because when it comes down to communication and, you know, Phyllis, for instance, you do a lot of it also through through body language within your business. But communication is the most important aspect of any relationship. And that's whether it's in the gym with somebody like Phyllis or whether it's in coaching with somebody like Bram in your business or relationship coaching with me. And communication is is a dance, and we have to learn that dance and how we can communicate with each other differently. And I'm going to also share coming up with you some labor of love, which is a technique that can help you also decide whether you're in the relationships for the right reasons or the wrong reasons. And I think that's something that um, Phyllis and Bram can also talk about going in and out of relationships as we come back from break. And I'm going to share all this with you right here with Phyllis and Bram on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Stay with us.
3: Explore your deeper desires, listen, learn, and live sexy here on the Sexy Lifestyle
7: Network welcome to the sexy lifestyle quickies
3: we are Carolyn and David and with us today is Jeff Abraham from Promescent. so Jeff how important is it to have open communication with your partner about premature ejaculation and not just find excuses to cover up issues
8: I'll start by saying that I believe open honest communication is a fundamental building block in any relationship not just man woman or even sexually speaking father son you know, mother daughter friendship is this anything but the reason it's even more important with something like premature ejaculation is because if you're not lasting long enough to satisfy your partner and it's unspoken it will it will literally create some resentment resentment on the female partner's part because she's not receiving the satisfaction and it will create a sense of shame or anxiety on the male partner which will only exacerbate the condition
3: And certainly talking about it and then finding the solution like a product like Promescent that can make love last longer. Uh, If you didn't talk about it, you might not even know there was something out there that could help
7: you. Well, that was another great quickie. Thanks so much for being here. How can people find Promescent?
8: I always tell people that the best way to find Promescent is to go to www.promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Because if you want to buy it at a retail store, you plug in your zip code. We have a whole network of independent pharmacies and like Target and stuff like that. It'll tell you the closest one to you.
7: Thanks so much, Jeff. We are Carol and David from the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies.
0: You are listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl, B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk.
1: This is Pillow Talk with Cheryl, and we are on the Sexy Lifestyle Network and talking today about serial monogamy and where does that come from? And, What type of person is somebody who is very committed to relationships? And it does take, it seems, in this day and age, a certain type of person to not be in relationships and a certain type of person who is in a relationship. And a lot of it has to do with where we come from. And I want to bring back Phyllis and Bram to the conversation. Both coaches in very different ways. Bram is in the business world and Phyllis is in the fitness world. And both of them come from relationships and, and, and families where they, they experience different types of things and have also been in different relationships, but always committed to the person. And both in committed relationships now, Phyllis, let's start off with you. So you were talking earlier about the fact that you know you saw your parents who were married for six years, and it's something you always wanted, and you were you were searching for that in a partner, and it took a couple tries, but hey, you knew what you wanted, and you got it right.
6: I did. I did. It took uh, it took a few years. Um, but I think that, you know, I, you, I, I realized looking back, you know, I made decisions for certain reasons. I got married. I was 20 the first time. Um, Brown was think,
1: saying the same thing. He got married at 22, 22 right,
6: Brown? Uh, 22. Yeah. Okay. So I got married at 20 and um, I didn't really, I knew I wanted to get married. I mean, I was brought up that way. My my girlfriends we used to sit and you know, where are we going to go for our honeymoons and where are we get white little picket fence houses. Um, so that was sort of how I was brought up. I, I wasn't necessarily brought up to go to school and be a professional. You know, I was brought up to have a family and you know, fall in love, have a family and that kind of, that kind of um, life. So that was sort of the journey that I thought that I wanted. So when I got married at 20, I think I probably would have been better served to just move out with a good friend. Um, but I thought I was in love, lost love, didn't know the difference at 20. And uh, I said, okay. But very, very shortly after, within you know, six years, I realized that it just was not going to work. So- and do you,
1: do you think that there, you have a 20-something-year-old daughter? Do you have these conversations with her to talk about the fantasy versus the 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 actuality of relationships and where to make her decisions from the way you did?
6: Um, you know what I have to say with my daughter. Those she she hasn't. She's she's in a, a committed relationship now. It's three and a half years. Um, she she didn't date a whole lot. She was kind of a late bloomer. And then she met, you know, she had a couple of boyfriends. She met this one. But we do talk about relationships. Um, also, having gone through the divorce with her dad was a very messy, emotional divorce. Very involved. So I, I first of all, don't want her to think that life is like that, you know. But what, what the most important thing I told, what I wanted to in, in, instill in her, is that to listen to your inner voice. That when you see warning signs, and when you, you know, there, there's 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 warning signs. We know them. Don't right. ignore them. Don't ignore them because you're insecure. Don't ignore them because you don't want to upset someone. Don't ignore them because, you know, if I break up this relationship, what if this was the relationship? Well, you know what? Maybe if it wasn't. So, to me, it's listening to that inner voice, that intuition that, you know, my second, my 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 third marriage, I was walking with a friend, and she said to me, okay, it's just you and me. Are you 100% sure? You can take off. It's you and me. And I said, yes, I'm sure. But deep inside, I was not sure.
1: Oh, you see, that's what people don't listen to, that inner voice. And, that's and what I'm saying. That's one of the things that, that, that I talk about. This is this is actually a talk that I deliver. Is called Body Talk. Shut up and let your body talk because your body talks to you. I know that for myself. When I was choosing whether or not to stay in my my third, my third 20-some-odd-year-old marriage, I knew my body was talking to me for two years saying, this is not right. And I would lie there at night going, okay, don't listen to it, don't listen to it. But your body knows. It knows when it's going through its challenges. Graham, one of the things that Phyllis was saying was about... Um, you know, especially when it came to her daughter and and the choices again, you know, coming coming out of it. And she, she mentioned the word, you know, messy divorce and, and what it can do to children. But what does that do to the psyche, for instance, from a male point of view, um, going through a messy divorce? And I'm not saying that you went through one or didn't, but what do you think as a professional that does to the psyche about being a monogamous and wanting to get back into another monogamous relationship and being committed to another person?
5: Oh, that's a good question.
1: Oh, that was a big, deep sigh. (laughs) I know, I like going for the big
3: questions.
5: (laughs) I was divorced twice and unfortunately I was on both sides of the coin. First relationship I left and second relationship I was left uh in neither case did I really want to be alone following that relationship and I found somebody quickly after in in both cases and I I guess I'm the kind of person that I don't want to date I don't want to run around and, and and have my my choice of so many different women and go on and on and on and on until I find the right person if I find the right person who I someone I think is the right person I'd rather explore that relationship and take it to the next level and see where it's going to take me rather than have to uh, play the field and see how many different people are out there and then eventually make a decision. It just I don't think that you're being fair to the person that you're with at the time if you don't give that relationship a chance to develop and to blossom into you know where it's, where it could possibly take you.
1: So that's what that's what we we call a serial monogamous somebody who knows that this is where they like to be that they like to be in a relationship and it's not about it's not about settling, right, Brown? We're not settling no. here. You're you're choosing when you meet somebody that's of strong interest to okay. focus in laser focus the way you do in whether it's anything else in your life. You, you focus. And, and you stay on track,
5: right? Well, I think if somebody thinks that they're settling for a relationship instead of, uh, I'll say, giving it a chance and allowing it to blossom, then you're looking at it from the wrong perspective. Right. Just because you met somebody soon after you would have been divorced or soon into a new relationship, um, what's to say it's not the right one for you? Right. If you just dismiss it and don't give it a chance, then you're not being fair to the other person, and you're certainly not being fair to yourself.
1: Lois, what do you say about that? Because you're also kind of a serial monogamist.
6: Oh, absolutely, I agree. I do not like dating. I remember um, when I, you know, when I was single and I went online, and you're talking to all these people. I have to have an Excel sheet. <laughs> <What's> their, <laughs> An Excel
1: sheet, a, a dating Excel sheet. Love it. Yeah.
6: What's their re, What's their, their their name on the site, and what's their name, and what do they do? And I had to make notes. I I agree with Bram. For me, if I if I meet somebody and there's a connection, I am willing to invest to see if there's something there. I I am not someone who enjoys dating. I don't like having the same conversation 15 times. It's like you just you go on a date. Here here's the recorder. Here's what I do. Here's it you have to tell your whole life story over and over again.
1: It's yeah. like a, it's like a high school reunion again, where well, you have a, to put everything. I like the high okay. school reunion. Yeah, I know
6: you. <laughs> I just don't like dating. I never did. And yes, I like to be in a relationship. I like to nurture, take care of someone, and I like the same thing. I like that someone to come home to and share stuff with. And
1: and what's interesting about it is now Phyllis has talked about the fact that she was married three times, and Bram has said he's been married twice before, and they are both not afraid of being intimate and investing in themselves, which is what a lot of people pull away from. But when you are somebody who really likes those being in those relationships, that's what you go for. You you want to make it work and you're serious about it. And it's not about settling. So I want to give you the little labor of love that I wanted to share with you this week. And then we're going to keep talking with Sillis and Bram afterwards. So the labor of love this week, and I'm going to ask you some questions and remember, you can always go back to the show and you can check it out online. Also at CherylBezda.com to see what these cues were. I'm going to ask you some questions and I want you to answer yes or no, because this is kind of like a, a, a key as to whether or not you are settling in the relationship that you're in or the relationship you might be getting into and, or whether or not you are committed to the right person. Okay. So here's a couple things. Do you find yourself justifying your relationship to people? Like making excuses, you know, it, it, it works, you know, we're, we're kind of happy. It, it's, it's good. The justification of it. If you say yes, write down yes. Little things bother you way too much. That's another one. You're constantly comparing yourself to other relationships. You keep thinking your partner will change. You might be settling. You don't want to be alone, so you're just taking what's out there. You don't think you can do better. You have history and you don't want to start all over again. Your relationship is dependent on other people's opinions. You're worried about the finance. If you're answering yes to more than half of these, well, you might want to think about the relationship. And you can also call me 844-744-SOLO and we can check that out and come up with whether or not this relationship is for you or not. So there's your labor of love. We're going to keep talking with Phyllis and Bram. And the secret is coming up as, long, as well as my intimate whispers of Pillow Talk with you for the week, right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl.
3: Discover, explore, and celebrate your sexy, right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. The Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network is where you can build a new vocabulary to talk about sex in a healthy, loving, and productive way. Discover more about yourself and your relationships from our amazing sex experts who can't wait to share their information with you. You'll learn everything you ever wanted to know about sex, sexuality, sexual pleasure, and so much more on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. Listen, learn, and live sexy.
4: Are you looking to get more from your relationship? Why is it that some people just seem to have a better sex life, better marriage, and a closer, more meaningful relationship? Find out the best-kept secrets and more on The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Carol and David will share insight about the swinging lifestyle and how it has strengthened their love and marriage, not to mention their great sex. Tune in every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network.
0: You are listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at CherylBesner.com. That's info at Cheryl, B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk.
1: I'm Cheryl, and this is Pillow Talk. We are talking about life, love, and lust your love life, your relationship world, your communication, that's what this show is all about, giving you a space. So I hope you're all cuddled up with your significant other, with your pillow, with your dog, like my dog, Jersey. And um, let's finish off this great conversation about monogamy. Now, I did say earlier on in the show that my two guests, Phyllis, and Bram, who are both coaches and uh, authors as well and sharing all kinds of experience with their clients every single day. Um, But they also share their love for love and their love for relationships, which is really special because they are both very much believers in monogamy. Right, Phyllis? Right, Bram? Absolutely. (laughs) absolutely so I did throw out by the way I wanted to share with you I did throw out like I do every week a comment on Facebook and I asked people what they thought about monogamy and why so many people in this day and age don't necessarily believe in long term monogamous relationships or if they did and um, George said it's the evolution and often over religion Um. Tony said, they've been shoving hypersensual advertisements down people's throats since the 70s. And I'm also those who wonder why everyone is so degenerate. He thinks it's got a lot to do with marketing and all the things that are available online, I guess, these days. And Tony said, they don't? Question mark? I do. Maybe that's why I'm still single. So Tony believes in monogamous relationships. So, so do I. And and for some people, they they take some time because, Bram, you were saying that each of your relationships, like you knew when one started that you wanted to be in another relationship and you weren't settling, but you were meeting somebody and then focusing on that person and, and being very intentional about the focus on that particular relationship, right?
5: Well, y- y- you have to give everything a chance. If you give it a chance and you focus on it and you see where it takes you, then you know if it's right for you or if it's not. And if you don't focus on it, you don't give it a chance, then you can't know if that relationship would be would be right for you or not. So maybe you let it go to the next level, and if it's not right, okay, then at that point, then you can move on and see if there's another relationship that might fit. Right. Unless you really give it a shot, then you you'll never really know.
1: No, you'll never really know, and you do have to nurture it. It's like like a business, right? And and like a body. Like Bram is a business coach, and Phyllis is a fitness coach. Either thing that you are trying to build—body build or business build—you have to nurture it, and that's the same thing in a relationship. And and I tell my clients, and I tell people who come to my retreats all the time, you have to commit and nurture, and communicate to have anything work. And you have to treat your relationships the way you treat your body or the way you would treat a business. Nurture it. Grow it. Phyllis? Phyllis, did you want to say something?
6: No, no, absolutely. You know, I remember my second marriage when it broke up. I, I, I used to always tell them in the marriage, no one wants to hug a cactus. You know, like you can't be prickly. That person that you're with, that should be if, if you marry someone, you're telling I love you, I want to commit to you, that should be the person that you treat the best in the world, not the person that you treat the worst.
3: Mm. So,
6: so, so you know what I'm saying? So to me, it's all about being gentle, being nurturing, not say thinking about what comes out of your mouth before you say it, not to hurt someone, because once it comes out of your mouth, you could never take it back. You can apologize a yeah. hundred times. It's out there and it's
5: forever.
1: What do you so, think about that, Bram?
5: 100%. Unfortunately, today's society, is it's instant gratification. We want fast food. We want instant uh, response on Facebook. We want somebody to instantly respond to us by text message. We want to, people to have their phone on their hip and to answer at, uh, at beck and call. And if you can't have that, then it's not the way society is today. So, you know, maybe there's too many people here who aren't willing to make a commitment to the process. Right In business and relationships, every, everything is a process. It goes from one step to the next to the next to the next. And exactly as you said, Cheryl, um, life relationships, uh, everything is about um, following the, the, um, the, the process from, from one step to another. It's about focusing and, and seeing if you can nurture that relationship
1: and it is about nurturing the relationship and and I love the fact that you said it's about following you know a plan and and following the footsteps and you know it's it's one of the signature programs that I always talk about is making a pact with yourself for the biggest impact in your life and the pact starts off with a plan you know that piece stands for the plan and being accountable for it so Today is a special day, and I did say that there was a, a little surprise in today's show and something that uh, I thought people should know about Phyllis and Bram. So each of you are backing committed marital bliss. Phyllis, who are you married to?
6: Well, about four years ago tonight, I went on a date that I wasn't going to go on. Because I'd come out eight months earlier from a, a relationship. And it was somebody who, you know, had just gotten separated. And uh, I wasn't going to go because I didn't want to get hurt. And someone said to me, you got to go on this date because this guy's special. And I did. And we got married a year and a half ago. And that was to Bram. Yay!
1: What a happy love story, Bram. <laughs> so, and Bram... It shows a little bit of that serial monogamist in you because, as Phils just said, you were only three months out of a marriage. And normally, especially in the relationship world and as a coach, we often tell people, be careful about those newbie guys because they often need time alone, but not when you're a serial monogamist, right?
5: So I was careful about those girls also I had a few dates from when I left uh, or when you know my marriage fell apart Um, nothing seemed to to click Uh, if there was something that would have clicked I certainly would have explored it further and then I went on date with Phyllis and somehow there was something there that clicked I remember the first time that we met I just said to myself she's just so real And I felt this genuine kind of real connection. And one thing led to another, led to another, led to another. And we just uh, began to build the relationship. And uh, a year later, we moved in together.
1: And they've lived happily ever after.
5: (laughs) Two people
1: who believe in monogamy found each other. And you just kept both putting it out there and uh, knew what you wanted, right? Yeah, well, you know be- what?
6: I always remember, uh, sorry, I always remember saying nothing ventured, nothing gained. Like, if you don't meet somebody, if you don't take the chance, then you don't know. Right? It's you a don't cup know? of coffee. It's a cup of coffee. I have nothing to lose.
1: Well, especially remember, everybody out there, if you are single and you're starting today, 45 minute is the first predate. Just meet for a cup of coffee, go for a walk, do something that is committed to a certain extent. (laughs) Anyway, I want to thank you both for sharing. Congratulations to both of you. Phyllis, how do people get in touch with you and buy that book? Give us your website.
6: Sure. The the website is Fit Body by Phil, but it's Phil with a Y, -Y P-H-Y-L. Fitbodybyphil.com or check me out on Instagram. It's Fit Coach Philly, P-H-I-L-L-Y and uh, DM me and the book is amazing. Get in touch with them. It's a six-week full meal plan, all done for you, with four workouts. It is awesome. And, Bram,
1: how do people get in touch with you, babe?
5: I can always be gotten in touch with by uh, by email. It's bram, B-R-A-H-M, at Bluementum.com. That's B-L-U-M-E-N-T-U-M.com. That's like Blumenthal and Momentum combined together. Or um, you can check me out on the website, uh, bluementum.com.
1: Thank you both for sharing with us and um, for having us. sharing your hearts with us and congratulations again. And now it's time for us to settle in, just you and me, and some words, some inspirational, intimate pillow talk just between me and all of you at home. So settle in. You know what to do. If you want, close your eyes. If you want, look in the eyes of your beloved if somebody's sitting beside you. But really, take the time to think about this. And these are my words that I wrote for you. And it's called My Butterfly. Imagine yourself in a cocoon, warm, inviting, safety in the silky layers that wrap around you. You can see the light which beckons you to become the butterfly within. The light calls for you to break through the fibers of your transformation. The metamorphosis is complete. You have become the butterfly that was in within you. You are ready to fly. And as you emerge, feel the warmth of the sun and the tingling of the breeze that kisses your wings, embracing the elements of possibilities, endless possibilities. Mm. The sun hitting your wings creates the colors and intensifies the depth of your magnificence. What colors do you see? Red, the color of grounding, a yellow, the color of sensuality and creation, Or do you see shades of blue, a reminder that you are authentic and true? Admire the glory of your colors. You are free to choose where you want to go and where to fly. Flying high in the sky over rainbows and through dew-covered forests across bodies of water, whether you see yourself in the reflection and take flight to new horizons, making the choice to experience life as you imagine your full potential. Don't let anybody clip your wings. Nobody needs to try and control the butterfly for fear of losing you, as the butterfly is loyal. Butterflies are free. You are free. Be free. Be you. And I hope you can just sit with that throughout the week and think about that and see how it feels for you. Take some time. And if you want, go to the website, CherylBezza.com. You can see it in its entirety. Read the words to yourself and see what it enlightens in you because we are all butterflies, and I encourage you to feel that this week. As always, stick around to the end because you want to hear what this promo is on the Sexy Lifestyle Network because it is here for you. And don't forget, follow me on Facebook or Twitter because there's all kinds of tips that are going to be coming at you this week. And this week, as always, I urge you to keep it simple and stimulating, because we all know it's all about the kiss. Good night, everybody, and see you
4: next week.
7: Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touched from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget, throws of Passion. Waterproof pleasure blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at sexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing, and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like.
0: Thanks for being here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl Besner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You'll want to make sure you're back for more great pillow talk.